Hello, and welcome back to my channel. I said that a minute ago because I was getting ready to stream, and then I realized I wasn't recording on the podcast version, and that's not how we want to do things. So I want you to be able to listen to my beautiful voice, my beautiful raspy voice. Um, so, yeah, welcome back. Um, I know I never really post anything. It's like I'm stressed out and, like, crying all the time because I'm overwhelmed, but... Sometimes things just piss me off so much I just have to come back to the internet. And that's what we're doing today. Because today, this is what an open letter? Is that what they call it? An open letter to CNMA. And I know usually I'm like, oh, I got the tea today. No, I brought my duck cup with glasses for emotional support full of water. Because this is not tea. This is not your internet drama. This is a serious situation. This is a serious accusations that we'll call them accusations i might get sued but i believe let me tell you something and warning today we're talking about sa so if you feel comfortable with that you can click off but i put her name in the title so i'm betting you know why we're all here okay and if i've also i've also been essayed myself and if that experience gave me anything it's the right to my opinion about the situation so before you come in here saying you shouldn't be able to say anything about her open letter blah 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 like listen listen i'm just comparing notes between an alleged assaulter and my assailant to see the similarities that's all we're doing today okay (laughs) don't don't get twisted, don't get hasty, it's fine. Okay, so, back story. So, Sienna Mae and Jack, they were in the Hype House. Jack, his name is Jack, right? I'm gonna feel real dumb if his name's not Jack. His twin's brother's name is, is James. I know that. I'm pretty sure his name's Jack. If I'm wrong, I'll fix it. Okay, so. We're going to hear all about their backstory in this letter that Sienna wrote. But they're in the Hype House. They're supposed to be in the Hype House TV shows on Netflix. If you haven't watched, it's trash. Um, It basically documented the Hype House falling apart. The Hype House is like kind of like Jake Paul's Teen 10 house for YouTubers, but Hype House is for TikTokers. Um, And the Hype House wasn't successful because people... After Charlie, after the D'Amelios left, and the girl that was friends with Kourtney Kardashian for a hot minute, Addison Rae, that's her. Um, after they left, Hype House wasn't, I guess, profitable. It wasn't making money because people weren't posting anything. They were living in this house for free and weren't making any money because no one was posting any videos. Talk about lack of work ethic. But whatever. I'm not here to comment on my own generation. I'm here to spill the accusations that I believe. Anyways, so, they're the Hype House together. They're supposed to be a main story of the Hype House because Sienna Mae and Jack had a fake relationship online, a lot like how in movies and stuff, like, the two main stars of the movie will start dating for publicity, so everyone gets hyped about watching the movie because it's all this couple, and then right after the movie's over, and they're done with their PR stuff, Everyone's watched the movie. It's like they break up. And they're like, oh, they were dating for PR. That's what is going on. Um, so they were doing that. They weren't really dating in real life. Um, 
and they were 16, 17 at the time. So I can understand to a point, not an excuse, I can understand to a point where you're, you know, making out with somebody, cuddling on screen um, for a bit for work, and then getting confused on if it's real, if, you know, this relationship you're having is real or not, because you're doing all the stuff on camera, but when it's not on camera, you're not doing it. I can understand that confusion. However, Jack did say that he told her several times privately that he was not wanting to date her, that he wasn't. He was very clear about that. Sienna May also says in her letter that we're going to read that she, he told her several times that one-on-one -on -one, that he did not want to date her. I understand being 16, 17, wanting things to be different. However, this person told you to your face they don't want to be with you. And if that hurt you, that this person didn't want to be with you, and they told you that to your face, but you wanted more than that, stop making the videos. What can I say? At 16, 17, I got rejected a lot too, but I didn't continue to hang out with those people because I was rejected. I was like, okay, bye. I'm totally fine. I'm gonna cry over here. Like I didn't continue making out with that person. Granted, they never made out with me in the first place because they weren't even interested at all to even do that. But you know, Mm. So that's what happened there. Um, Jack's brother, James, and a friend came out on Twitter explaining that Sienna Mae essayed Jack. Sienna made several U two YouTube videos and several TikToks that are now deleted. The YouTube videos are still up explaining that these were false accusations. Um, she did not get a good response from that because... In her response to the essay accusations, she was very angry. Is how it's best people just people get that impression that she's angry about it. Um, and then a video came out that that allegedly, I get sued up in here. Jack was asleep, and Sienna was making out with him. Um, and Sienna in her second YouTube video, I think, said that it was edited to look that way. Now, my opinion. <laughs> um, as someone where my second SA was while I was asleep, um, and there is a photo of that night, which, let me tell you something. It's traumatic to look at, but I still have a copy of it because I'm like, evidence, bit, beach. I'm trying to curse less for YouTube. Um, what am I doing? I can't remember. Did I curse already? Mm. Um, and I'm sure because Jack is saying that in that video, whether he was, uh, he says he was unconscious. Whatever happened that day, he didn't consent to. So I'm sure seeing that is very traumatic, but it's also, I don't know about for him, but it would make me feel validated, like, there's evidence of it. That's how I would feel. Um, 
Jack didn't say anything about it for several months, and he recently posted a video, it's on 18 million views now, where he explained in detail everything that happened. Now, that allegedly happened. Now, I think it is very important before we read Sienna's letter to distinguish the difference in details because this is just like in my opinion from personal experience but also you know you don't know my experience you can see Johnny Depp and Amber Heard when they were being interviewed about um, Johnny's alleged abuse and Amber's Heard's alleged abuse um, when Amber Heard is talking about abuse that happened to her She's not very descriptive, but she's descriptive about details that don't matter to the situation. Like everything that's not the actual abuse is descriptive, except what actually happened is not descriptive. And then when Johnny describes his abuse, there's no extra details, random things thrown in. It is precisely what happened. And it's so logical when you describe abuse you don't at least from watching Johnny Depp describe it and how I describe it myself it's such a emotional thing that hurts so much that you have to come at it with a mindset of I guess logic facts so you don't get overwhelmed and upset and Jack did a very similar thing very like this is what happened and he did get very, like, emotional, like, teary-eyed, like, overwhelmed with emotions just by stating the facts, the situation to him of what allegedly happened. Sienna's letter is not really that. It talks a lot about her turning 18. That's why the title is, Sienna Mae, I know you just turned 18, but... Because instead of a letter talking about how she didn't understand consent, she thought she did have consent, or even just saying she thought they were in a relationship, she admits that they weren't in a relationship, and Jack had told her several times he didn't want to be in a relationship. She writes a letter about how she's turned 18, everything's fallen apart since she turned 18. And to that I say, girly, Everyone's life is terrible, okay? To be honest, it is. That's just that's just how it is. And that's not to, you know, <laughs> that's not to depress you, but I mean, that's true. Just because you turn 18, your life does not magically get amazing. Like, at eight, when I was 18, I turned 18. I got to graduate high school, and I wanted to, you know, you know, end it. And I told people, because I was so depressed and bullied, that I wanted to not live anymore. Turning 18 did not change anything for that for me, you know? And just because it was just your birthday doesn't change that you hurt someone. And even if it's some sort of miscommunication and CNMA didn't actually do anything wrong, she spends a 15 minute read of a letter 
full of excuses and not even really saying. And her side of the story that no, I don't really think anyone asked for. This whole backlog that no one gave a crap about. Nobody wanted to hear. Nobody wanted to see. I'm getting really heated because my assailant did the same thing. He tried to bring in his own opinions about it. Um, and then how it made him feel. And then when I told him how it made me feel, he was like, well, I feel like you should talk about that with someone you're close to. And I'm like, well, we're pretty damn close now because of what you did. So suck it up. Um, because you're going to hear about how much you hurt me. And that's what Jack did with his letter, his video. And Sienna Mae comes back with her backstory. Boo-hoo, I just turned 18. I'm getting really angry. I need to calm down. Let's just read this. Let's just read it. So I can stop yammering and you can finally hear what she said. How about that? Okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Nope. There we go. Okay, so this is her letter. Okay. And I have my water and my emotional support duck. What is the name? Um, in Encanto? Where? Hernando! <laughs> That's Hernando's job. Who's Hernando? I'm Hernando and I'm afraid of nothing. That's my that's my duck mug right now. Because I'm going to get pissed. Okay. She starts saying... I, what is even the title? Sienna Mae's Gomez. A reflect, a Reflections from an 18-year-old me. I'm already mad. Okay. She starts by saying... I haven't even been 18 a whole week, but... Yet, but the decisions I have made as a new adult are challenging me in ways that make me wish I could just go back to being a kid. Why is this highlighted? Like, why why is that highlighted? That is not, is that your thesis statement right there? That you're 18? Because you highlighted it, you gave it importance. Anyways, sorry. If you're here, you probably know about my situation. We do. I'm going to assume that you already know that for the last eight months, I've been fighting a very public battle that involves topics I didn't know much about until recently. That you didn't understand SA consent or you didn't know that you hurt Jack. What is it? Trigger warning. Um, sexual assault, boundaries, consent. Boundaries. Oh yes, she does talk about boundaries. And how she didn't understand about Okay, got it. For eight long, grueling months, I've been fighting to save friendships, to save businesses, relationships, to save my own mental health. Up until this week, I was so proud of the progress I made, like being on my phone less and learning to surf and cook with friends and value things that really matter. Well, good for you. Keep hiding off the internet um, till this blows over. Also, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think, I think in this letter, she mentions that there was no police report made against her. And she also says that Jack was one of her best friends. She thought they were, they were the closest people and they were best friends. I can't believe this happened with my best friend. Whatever. She said no police report has happened. 
a police report probably has not happened because y'all used to be best friends. My assailant, I reported to my college. I didn't report him to... The fuck, TV? Why'd you turn on? Sorry. My assailant, I reported him to my college. I did not report him to my... To the police. For similar reasons. Because... My story doesn't matter in situation. But, like... I can understand wanting someone to grow because Jack emphasizes that he wants Santa Mae to grow and learn from this. Um, I can understand that and not wanting someone to go to prison for a long time for something that they just didn't, I guess, understand or like they just need to grow from and not do again. Um, I also understand that. But yeah, sorry. Okay, back to the letter. Four years after turning 18, my former friend Jack Wright, Jack Wright because Jack is right. The one I've been tangled with in a toxic with the accusations, the internet tea. We are not, no one's called this tea. We are calling this serious. Um, posted a 17 minute video about me. You posted two videos about him, but all right. Yesterday, five days past turning 18, I had to be, say okay to a media statement written by my publicist in response to that video. Shortly after that, my legal team sent his legal team a letter threatening a lawsuit for defaming my character because that is the best and the best next step to clear your name. I'm sure it's all hitting the media now. Did she write this herself? Because at 18, it's, it's good, but also it looks too professional that for her to just write it herself and not have a thesis statement in the beginning. A thesis statement is your why the heck I'm writing this statement. She does not have that. Anyways, I've never been so scared in my life. I thought turning 18 would be amazing and so far it honestly just sucks. Also, CNMA, please do not sue me. I'm saying allegedly before everything that I've been talking about. And everyone has opinions. I'm just comparing how you're talking to a, a different situation. You, you, you are innocent to proven guilty. Drink some water after that statement. Okay. I thought turning 18 would be amazing, and so far it honestly just sucks. I have three choices that I can see. One, go read the millionth I hope you kill yourself message in my DMs, which I do not condone. Don't tell people that. Don't do that. I got told that so much when I was around her age. And... You know, your brain is so easily persuaded to someone told you that enough you'd think, all right, because I thought the same thing. So let's not tell her that. Let's just be like, what you did to Jack was, what you allegedly, sorry, don't sue me. What you allegedly did to Jack was terrible and you need to be better and apologize like you mean it. In my opinion. Okay. Two, let my well-meaning parents and team dictate ne next steps and ties up in what could be years in a legal battle with people I once considered my closest friends. There's a closest friend statement. I forgot about it. 
Three, write down everything from my heart and use my newfound adult status to take accountability and share the whole truth with anyone who will listen. So that's what she's bringing in being 18. My new, my, use my newfound adult status, use my newfound adult status to take accountability and share the whole truth with anyone who will listen. I do not feel like this, because I've read this letter a lot, I do not feel like this letter helps or even an ounce takes accountability. It does not take accountability. It's like Shane Dawson's video where he's like, I'm taking accountability. And he talked about some blackface, or he talked about the blackface he did, but he failed to talk about um, sexualizing babies on a podcast or, you know, um, pretending he was, you know, having sex with his dog. Like, or the other racist things he did. Like, this letter kind of goes the same way. It's like a little drop of accountability, a little drop of information of what I did, but not fully addressing every single thing that Jack said allegedly happened. Okay. To be honest, it's hard not to choose number one and to actually follow through it. That makes... That's terrible. Um, she posted a YouTube short that was like 54 seconds long. That was mostly her crying and be like, I'm fine. I'm not fine. Um, and I think that sentence right there really reflects that that's how she's feeling. Um, and I... I really do feel bad about that. Like that hurt, it's my heart to hear that she feels that way. However, comma, delete Instagram right now, just delete the app. Don't delete your account, just delete the app. Don't come back to the internet. Just, if Shane Dawson could take a year long break from the internet and come back, after all the crap he's done, girl, take a break, work it out with Jack, Apologize. Go to therapy. I know that sucks because you get your money from the internet. But, like, I don't know. There's cheap therapy online if you have health insurance. Hold on, let me put my computer in. Oh, let me finish this paragraph. I told my parents last night that I just want to die. Girl, I've done that. I have done that. Around actually at the same age as you, I, I totally did that. Um, anyways, um, I'm so tired of fighting. I'm so tired of seeing the hate and people taking sides. I totally understand that. Um, my hurt, my hurt, my heart hurts for my friends, my family, and people I associate with who are getting bullied on their own social media accounts just because they know me. I really resonate with that because at my high school, granted, it's a much smaller scale that this happened to me, but that hap that happened to me. I would, people, it's not important, but like, I was getting a lot of hate, let's just say, um, and I felt very similarly, so I really resonate with that, and so much as I want to be mad at Sienna. I understand that. I do. 
Um, and I, re- I can't imagine doing it on a larger scale because I lost my, I lost my mind after on a on a smaller scale versus on a larger scale. So I just, I feel really bad for that. I do. So I'm just going to choose number three for the sake of the people I love. I'm just going to get real and bear my soul and have faith and trust that I will land where I'm meant to be. Then she says the beginning of Jack and Sienna. She has pictures in here. Which. I guess is good in case you don't know who Jack is. But if you don't know who Jack and Sienna are, why are you coming to read this letter? But I don't know, like if I got accused of something and I was told that I was making someone feel uncomfortable, I wouldn't post a picture with that person. That's just me. That's just me being critiquey. Okay. When I was just 16 years old, one of my TikTok videos went viral on social media and another and another. I asked my hometown friend James Wright to do my first big interview with me in Los Angeles. He was out of town, so we asked his twin brother Jack to go with me. I was friends with Jack, but knew James better. Both of them had blown up on TikTok a few months earlier than me. From that day on, my life would never be the same. Jack introduced me to people in LA, to new friends that I had been watching online for months, to a new fast-paced lifestyle that was so different than the ones, the one we lived in our small town. We instantly connected. He was my person. We got to... We got each other safely home after parties. We had each other's backs. People noticed a spark between us and our videos went viral. Suddenly we were America's favorite teenage ship and all it all happened so fast that neither one of us really knew what it meant. Okay, I get that. I can see why this may be important for the overall background. I don't think it's that important, but it could be adding valuable information. How you ended up getting into the fake relationship TikTok thing. Okay, thank you for adding that information. We were thrown into a crazy exciting relationship because the public demanded it. We couldn't make enough content content together. If we went just a few days without the others in the video, the press would run stories like, did Jack and Sienna break up? People would comment things like, if they don't get married, I just I don't believe in love. Major companies were reaching out brand deals for us, and Jack even switched agents to make it easier for work opportunities. Somewhere along the way, in a very confusing state of not knowing what was fake and what was real, I started to fall in love with him. So I understand that would be confusing. Because even if... I can understand that would be confusing, because even if Jack is telling you one-on-one, hey... B, I ain't interested. Everyone in your comments is being like, oh my god, that's such a spark. Do you see the way he looks at her? Oh my god. Um. And, I mean, if he's cute and you like him, I get why you would be like, maybe it's not fake. Because I was once 17, 18, and 2, and I was a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs as well. So, that's not me calling her crazy. I'm just saying like little boy crazy, you know, where you're like, hey, how you doing? Like, I get that. Um, okay. I don't 
don't know. It sounds so much like Tana Mojo where she was crying over Jake Paul being like, I fell in love with him. It was all for clout, but like I actually fell in love with him. So it's like that and Jake never fell for Tana. So it's like that, except Jack is not an asshole like Jake. That's that's how I'm getting it so far. So hype house. It's stop posting his face. Stop putting his face in there. I don't like it. Let me get my charger for my computer real fast. Hold on. I should have gotten this charger out a while ago, but I didn't. Oh man, she's so pretty. That's nothing to do with it. I just I don't think I registered what her face looked like before. But she's so pretty. That's a cute top. And cute necklaces. It's a cute makeup look. You know what, girl? Whatever you were doing beforehand. Oh, she was body positivity before. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. Another thing about body positivity, in case you didn't know Sienna made. This is not a dig. This is just another thing about body positivity is um, having people only, you know, sexualize you when you want them to. That's also part of it as well. So just so you know, I don't know if you knew that, but just so you know, we're going to take a break for a minute because I have to plug in my computer. So hold on, grab the water, hydrate. Oh shoot. Water is important. It is your friend. You are like 70% water. So water could, you know, be a cousin or something if you want it to be. Why would you want water to be a cousin? What the fuck? I mean, crap. Dang, I've been trying so hard to be more YouTube friendly. Hello, and welcome back. Um, my podcast cut out. At what point? I don't know. I think it was a mistake with my um, computer shutting off for a second, but we'll just get back into it, shall we? All right, so she posts this picture of him. I, I don't like it, but whatever. They put the TikToks together. Their faces are together. That's just the world. Okay. In December 2020, after four incredible months of TikTok fame, more fun than I've ever had and what seemed like the perfect life, I got a call from from the producers of the Hype House show asking me to be on one of the featured influencers headlining the series. They also told me they didn't plan to have Jack in a lead role. To me, that felt wrong. He was the one who introduced me to all those people, and I wasn't even an official member of the Hype House. Thomas Pedro asked me to join. My parents said no. So I decided to be on the show, but only if Jack was in a lead role, too. They agreed. What do you think I'm going to say about that? I don't like it. That paragraph was it needed to get her point across? No. Was that paragraph needed as background to them being together? Them having a fake relationship online. Did that paragraph add to that? No, it did not. All it did was show 
a power imbalance, that she had become more popular than Jack, and that she was the reason Jack got on to the Hype House series. And this paragraph just screams, you owe me something. I did something for you, and now you are indebted to me. That's all that paragraph screams. It did not add anything to this entire thing. Nobody needed to know that. You didn't have to tell anyone that, but you chose to. Why? To show that Jack owed you something? Well, suspicious. Anyways, make sure this is recording. It is. That's good. Okay. In February through April 2021, we filmed for the show. They filmed us both in our hometown. They filmed scenes with our scenes, scenes with our family and friends at my house and his. They even filmed us in Hawaii. Okay. Cool. Now, this paragraph, which is only, it is five, wait, one, two, three, four, four sentences. Not even a paragraph. These be five. Anyways, that's me being critical. Um, did it add to the background of her being confused if they were a couple or not? Um, yes, but you have to think about it. It's not her saying, we went to hometowns and did all this filming together and it made us feel like we were more of a couple. It's just, like, weirdly implied. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. While, while it was a lot of fun, it wasn't fun that producers and other Hype House members kept pressuring us to find what we were. Two 17-year-olds, both... Two seven... That's a stroke right there. Two 17-year-olds being pressured again and again to answer the question, like, are you more than friends? What do you love most about him slash her? It was so confusing and emotional as we both started to realize that uncovering the truth behind our relationship, which we agreed not to put a label on, was a major storyline on the show. The more they pressured me on camera, the more emotional I got because I wasn't sure if we were friends or more. Okay. We would agree to be just friends, and then he would give gift me expensive or even matching jewelry or plan elaborate outings. We would talk in a quiet place and say we were just friends, and then the next day be making out with each other for the cameras. Okay. I didn't know what was being set up by producers or if it was real or fake. I told him I loved him, and he said he loved me too. I would ask if he wanted to be more than friends, and he would say, not yet. Rejection isn't comfortable, but it's honest. The show had to go on, so I kind of just went with it. You drink some of my water because it's serious and it's not tea. This is the paragraph that adds the most. It is the it is really the only paragraph that adds any backstory to why she would be confused on their relationship status and to her understanding in a way consent for their relationship 
This is the only paragraph that is added to that so far, in my opinion. Um, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you can, you know, SA somebody. You totally can't. You don't consent. You don't consent. Period. Um, however, like Hebo said, you agreed to not put a label on it. We agreed to not put a label on it. People in the Hype House asking and producers asking is for a storyline. Is for drama. Because the Hype House was garbage. That's why they brought you in and made you a main character even though you weren't an official person of the Hype House because the Hype House was actual garbage. That's why they brought you in. And they needed drama. That didn't mean they were actually concerned whether you were in a relationship or not. They probably didn't even care. Anyways, um, we, we agreed not to put a label on it. They pressured you on cameras to get an answer so they could have a storyline, which that's crappy of the producers to do and you should be upset at them for doing that because that's mean. Um, and even though you said you weren't sure if we were friends or more, uh, you talked in a quiet place and he would say, we're just friends. And then you would only make out for the cameras. Seems like a relationship that's just for the cameras and not real. Just my opinion. Um, him getting you gifts or expensive jewelry or anything like that. Honestly, it seems like he was buying you things and taking you on cute dates and stuff because y'all were making out for the camera and you kept asking if you could be in a relationship and he kept saying no and you seemed upset by it so he bought you things to probably felt guilty and him saying not yet probably just was him being guilty because he realized that you had fallen for him but this weird relationship thing on the camera was only y'all making money so, probably felt guilty about it. Just saying. Okay, next next paragraph. Hawaii and the video. He is not my style. I'll say that. She's very cute. Him, not my style. That's a side comment, though. That's not important, and that was... But, you know, he's tall. Everybody likes tall people. I am short. And therefore, not liked. Anyways. In May, we took another trip to Hawaii. Though Hype House filming had wrapped, at this point, the internet was going crazy for our content, especially since we hadn't posted a lot during filming because it had to be exclusive for the show. We both felt pressure. I wasn't originally supposed to be on this trip, but to be clear, he said I would come a few days before going. Wait, what? Wait, I wasn't originally supposed to be on this trip, but to be clear, he said I would come a few days before going. So a few days before the, before y'all went on the trip, he said you were going. Okay, that was a confusing sentence. Maybe I just can't read. Looking back now, I see that it was to make content. Something on this trip felt different. Everywhere we went, he introduced me as his girl, but then take pictures and blatantly for other people. I was jealous, but more than that, I was confused. Why was I here? Why was he introducing me as his counterpart, telling me to wait patiently to be together if he 
didn't really want any of that. This, okay, looking back on it, I can see it's something, it was to make content. You should have said, however, something felt different because that was confusing. Also, him introducing you as his girl. I don't know, what kind of tone was he using? Because, like, you know how you can call someone, like, like a bitch? Like, you're a bitch, and, like, you're all mean about it, or, like, bitch, let me tell you. And it's, like, your besties. Like, how was he calling you his girl? Like, you my girl. I was, like, you my girl. You know, like, how are you doing it? Anyways. I don't know. That would be confusing, but, like, Consent's consent, you know? And then without producers and cameras around for the first time in months, it really hit me. He liked me when he needed me for a video or or for work, but he didn't like me otherwise. Yes. I asked him to make a video with me explaining to our fans that we were truly just friends. I told him that if he didn't have any real feelings for me, I want to set the record straight publicly about our relationship, as explained and shown in my response video from last year. Good for her. Good for her for setting a boundary. Good for her. He told me we had brand partners, partners, partnerships. He told me we, I'm stroking out. He told me we had brand partnerships writing on our fake one and that it wasn't fair to him. I couldn't believe that someone who had create, I had created with, laughed with, and cried with could so easily disregard my feelings for the sake of money. He apologized, and I appreciated that, but I needed time away from him and our public persona to think and heal. That is understandable. So I went home and took time away from him and his family. I received multiple texts from James, Jack's twin, asking why I wasn't responding to them. Two weeks later, they started posting Instagram stories targeted at me. One day later, their friend Mason put up a tweet implying that I physically and mentally abused Jack. A few days after that, their friend, Lachlan, I'm not a great reader. Sorry. Released a video taken from November 2020 party showing Jack and me kissing. He narrated the whole thing to make it look like it was something it wasn't. To be clear, James took the video as a joke on a Snapchat several months earlier and they decided to resurface it. I would like to think that neither Mason nor James realized the impact that their tweets and the taken out of context video would make. Though they took it all down, it really didn't matter. The damage had been done. Okay. Now. If we go back a previous video, because you're saying, according to Mason and James and Latchland, according to them, the alleged abuse happened in November of 2020. Could have been earlier, could have continued after that. So when you were in Hawaii and he kept it as partnerships, brand deals, things like that. And this is me trying to understand why he would continue with the fake relationship afterwards 
and that she had to break it off, basically. And then he was upset that she was breaking it off. This is just from experience that I've had um, and experience that some friends of mine have had, um, people they were in a relationship with, even though they knew that what was happening to them wasn't good, they didn't, they knew what was happening to them wasn't good and was wrong, but they couldn't be the ones to end it. They just didn't feel like they were worth it. So, allegedly, Jack was being abused back in over 2020, and this has been continuing. If he is only hanging out with you, like you said in that thing, that he only hangs out with you now to make content, your he your friendship's already ruined. Like the alleged abuse that happened had already affected his relationship with you so much that he was like, I'm taking, this is my opinion, my input. I'm taking my power back by doing it, but on my own terms. Like we're only doing this whenever there's a partnership, we're getting paid. I'm doing it on my own terms, taking my power back. And then, you know, for these alleged things that happened and then for Stan to turn around and be like, this isn't what I want. I want to end it. That would be really upsetting. Cause it's like, I'm actually taking my power back and you're trying to ruin that for me. I would understand that. Um, because like, out of that, that does happen with people sometimes when they are essayed, they like go back with that. They go back to their abuser to um, have a relationship, do something with them, but it's like they do it on their own terms to give themselves their power back. I understand that because I felt that kind of way. Um, but the, but like, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I want to do that? I hate this person. It made me feel crazy, but I was like, I felt like it was the only way to make myself feel whole again in a way. Because I felt so used. I felt like a trash bag, a Walmart bag floating away in a Walmart parking lot. Like, that's how garbage I felt and used after my essay. That's how I felt. And I kept trying to make up reasons in my head, like, oh, it was for this, it was for this, it was for this. It wasn't. It was literally just a power move. It was literally just because I was there. You know, um, and that's the harsh reality that hurts a lot. Um, and I really feel bad for Jack for the things that allegedly happened. Um, because that's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt a lot. Um, and you try to get back on your own terms and have your own power for it. And then same alleged abuser coming in and take that from you again. That's got to be frustrating. Um, and Sienna, I'm sorry he, did, he 
you know, disregarded your feelings. But if that's how he was allegedly feeling, I understand why he would disregard your feelings. If what ha- if what allegedly happened actually happened, then, you know, I'm sorry he disregarded your feelings, but I feel like it was valid. If what allegedly happened happened. Okay. Back to the back to the letter. My character became a topic of public opinion. I lost friends. I lost brain deals. My reputation was damaged. I went from being one of the most loved girls on the internet to one of the most hated. I went quiet. I lost my will to live and had to be saved. I spent months healing and getting better. My team asked Hype House producers to remove me from the show so that I did not have to relive the online bullying in light of the crazy Team Jack, Team Sienna seg- sentiment online as they knew people would pick apart every interaction between us. Netflix also did not want to be liable for my mental health. That's why I wasn't in the show. That's why producers had to figure out what to fill without months of Jackson Sienna footage. I'm sure the Hype House members are mad at me and I'll probably be mad at me too. I'm sorry, especially for the cast and crew who worked so hard on this show. Let me see. Okay, we're good on time. I don't... I don't know why she added in this bit about her team asking to be off the Hype House show. Um, because the reason I think it's weird is because I've seen, like, even on, like, The Bachelor, whatever, like, people will lie to other people in the house when there's footage of, of the truth. So I don't know why this paragraph, like, screams like a lie. It probably isn't, but it just screams like a, I'm better because I asked them to not show it. When it could just be Netflix being like, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't know. Just It just seemed weird to me. But um, I don't know. I also don't know why this is important. Why this paragraph was important to the thing. But okay. All right. Anyways, I've had three relationships in my life. My first, oh, sorry, Jack saying the record straight. I've had three relationships in my life. My first boyfriend was so sweet to me, although I was just turning 14 when I started dating him. He was supportive and caring and communicative with his feelings, like how he preferred my time over public affection. In his YouTube video, Jack brought this relationship up, even though it happened four years ago. Did I kiss another guy? Yes, I did. A day after we broke up. I'm still friends with him. I'm, I'm still friends with he and my ex. They are friends with each other. It happened when we were 14, 15 years old. We got over it because that's what people do. My next boyfriend is one of the funniest and big heart people I know. I hung out with him and his family just a few weeks ago. And the reason we broke up almost a year, we broke up almost after a year together was because he didn't like me being on social media. We decided to just be friends exactly one week after my first video went viral. This whole thing with Jack is breaking his heart because he knows the real me, not just some version of me. It's ironic now that his fear of social media and online fame has and what that might do to me is the reason we broke up. Okay. Where is your friends? Where are your boyfriend's statements? Just my opinion. Where are they? Anyways. And then came Jack. 
I was really grateful to know someone already in the social media world. We have so much fun together. But as someone I loved and still love, I'm devastated that he made me sound crazy and twisted so many things out of context in his most recent video to the point of literally painting me into the loud, crazy, over-sexualized stereotype that people try to use on young, especially Latina women. It sucks, and I'm really unpacking that. Oh, and I'm still unpacking that. But all I can own are my words, and I want to clear a few things up. Jack was never your boyfriend. Why is he listed as your third boyfriend? You never, you, you all weren't dating. You weren't together. Um. You know, I don't. It's not good that Jack Page was allowed crazy and like oversexualized. But also, if what was accused is real, if the accusations are true, I feel like he would be valid in saying that. Not saying you were loud or that you were crazy or that you're oversexualized or like building into stereotypes, but like having critiques. Also, I don't, that's the reason I don't like her letter is that it makes it sound like Jack was just talking so much garbage in his video about her. But he literally wasn't. He was brokenhearted and crying. I don't know. That I don't know. Anyways, let's keep let's keep reading. I'd never broken into Jack's house. I did know the code for his garage door. Did I know the, co the code for his garage door? Yes, because he gave it to me on the first scenes we filmed for the hype house show was me walking into his house jokingly and saying i'm home because that's what everyone does at the wright's house it's the hangouts it's the hangout house when jack and james lived there there was always friends around even sometimes till 2 a.m i think this is interesting this is also where this reminds me a lot of the um shane dawson apology because she says, I never broke into Jack's house. Did I know to the, the code to his garage? Yes, because he gave it to me. But that doesn't mean you didn't go into his house when he didn't want you there. When you weren't invited. Just because you knew the code doesn't mean that if you went in without him knowing, but you knew the code, well, that doesn't mean you didn't break in. Okay? If you Even if you knew the code, but you went in when you weren't invited into their house, that's still breaking in. Sorry. Jack said he used to see my car at 2 a.m. in front of his house, but failed to mention that most times there would be other friends there, too. I never stalked him. I never sat outside his house in the middle of the night. Over the past week, some of our mutual hometown friends have reached out. Like me, they aren't sure how to process some of what Jack is saying and are just as confused as I am. Well, yeah, they would be confused why you're sitting out, why you are allegedly outside his house at 2 in the morning because they would be the only, you would be the only one there. Also, she says, most times there are other friends there, too. Not every time, most times. So, in that in-between, what Jack said could have happened. All Jack and I have did was kiss. I have never seen, felt, nor touched him naked. 
We spent several nights at the hype house together, but never, I never grabbed him asleep or awake, yet I'm still being called a rapist across the internet by those who don't understand the meaning of the word. Okay, let's take some things straight. She said, I've never seen, felt, nor touched him naked. You could still grope somebody while they're wearing clothes. You can. I've known, I know guys that happened to where they were fully clothed, but they were still groped. Like, it's still what happened. And I know someone who was raped. And it was, um, it, it, the thing is, is that the labels around SA are so, I keep, I said rape, so I should just say sexual assault, um, around sexual assault are so weird because, you know, it's like comparing traumas, you know, like. I don't know, like, what happened to me is not, let me check this real fast. Hold on a minute. Okay, and we're back. Sorry. Okay, so, like, what happened to me wasn't rape, but, uh, sure as hell felt terrible. Sure, sure as hell felt how a lot of people feel um and i think you can be an abuser with and in just different levels maybe if what allegedly happened happened you should just this you shouldn't be called a rapist you should be called an abuser um but <sighs> sorry if this I'm suddenly very drained from talking about this. Not I've been talking a while, but like just emotionally, this is a lot. Um, also, she brought up all this, the actual things at the very end after like there's a long whatever. It's like you're trying to bury it. In my opinion, that doesn't even matter. Um, If what allegedly happened, happened, no, Sienna would not be a rapist, but this paragraph seems very much like if what allegedly happened, happened, it, this paragraph seems as a way to diminish how Jack is feeling. By being like, it wasn't even that much. We didn't even do that much. Okay, yeah, but if what allegedly happened, happened, it still messed with him, so it still hurt. Doesn't even matter who wasn't that much to you. Whatever. Um, there's a counterpoint for every point Jack made in his video, but I'm not going to do that. Then why did you write that sentence? You trying to look like the bigger person here. <sighs> Sorry. Did I do some things wrong and sloppy as a 16, 17-year-old girl who fell, who felt love for a guy? Yes, for sure. That, again, is a sentence that diminishes how Jack felt and how Jack was feeling and expressed how he felt. That's a sentence used to diminish it. Like, I was just 16. It's not a big deal. 
Okay. I admit to stepping out of a car, stopped at the stop sign last New Year's after we publicly fought. There was alcohol involved, and I'm definitely not proud of my behavior. After we kissed at midnight, he went and flirted with other people. At least that's how I saw it. I got jealous. It was stupid, and I'm so ashamed. But that said, he did some stupid stuff, too, like chasing a car full of guys trying to start a fight with them because they catcalled me on the street. But that could just be someone defending you because you got catcalled. Or locking our mutual friend out of his rental house in Hawaii because he was flirting with me. More details, please? Were you being threatened? Like, what details? I don't know. Chalk it up to being young and the fact that our brains aren't fully developed yet. Teenagers do stupid things. Again, diminishing how Jack feels and the experiences that Jack allegedly had. My regrets. How long is this thing? Oh my god, it goes on so much longer. Oh wait, no it doesn't. Wait, does it? No, it doesn't. Sorry, I scrolled the wrong direction. Okay. My regrets. I wish I knew then what I know now. I wish we had laid our boundaries, laid out our boundaries that made sense to both of us, that protected both of us from feeling vulnerable or misled. I don't know a lot of other people who at 17 know how to do that with their partners, but I would have liked to have tried. I wish I knew that every time he did something nice for me, it didn't necessarily mean that he wanted to be my real life boyfriend and not just my internet boyfriend. What? I wish I knew that every time he did something nice for me, it didn't necessarily mean that he wanted to be my I wish we knew together how toxic the relationship had become before it spun out the way it did. So, in her letter, she said that Jack had told her on several occasions, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. So, you saying, I wish I knew that every time he did something nice for me didn't necessarily mean that he wanted to be my real life boyfriend and not just my internet boyfriend. He had told you several times that he did not want to be in a relationship with you. So this is you just wishing things were different. That's you hearing what he said. He laid out his boundaries for you. You admitted in your letter that he laid out boundaries for you saying, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And you just wished for more and did not respect his boundaries. You just admitted to that in your own damn paragraph. And girl, I get it. You are 17. You wish things were more extravagant and lavish than things actually were. Like when I first started dating my husband, I thought when he asked me out, it was going to be this huge romantic thing and blah, blah, blah. It was not. You know why? Because we were 17. That's why. Like, you have, you have expectations of things you want. You want things to be different. But with time and reflection, you can see that it. she even admitted that she can see that he just wanted to hang out with her for content. And it wasn't to be in a relationship. So why are you bringing this back like it's an argument? And whatever. Looking back, there are definitely some things I would do differently. 
uh, trigger warning, sexual assault, my first set of YouTube videos. Shortly after the first allegations came out last June, I made two videos. Both are still on my YouTube. I wish I could take them back. I'm not proud of how I responded and want to apologize to sexual assault survivors, me, who I offended with my ignorance in responding to these false allegations. They were made hastily and without oversight from anyone but my brother and me. I have since learned a lot about sexual assault and the psychological trauma responses victims of sexual assault may develop as a result of abuse. I learned that Stockholm Syndrome and, tra and trauma bonds I learned what Stockholm Syndrome and trauma bonds are, and I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to learn so I can take a better, I can, I can be a better ally to victims of sexual assault. So, you know, earlier I was saying, Jack probably did it, take his power back and do all that stuff. I guess people were telling her about Stockholm Syndrome and trauma bonds as a reason, like, why Jack would be doing what he was doing. Just like how I was saying. Um, and I don't like this paragraph because she, she's standing behind the fact that the allegations are allegations and they're not real. However, you are taking things that vic, uh, essay victims have told you and you're saying, I'm grateful you taught me this, but it doesn't apply to me. I don't know. I don't like it. Why bring it up? Just apologize for how the video was. You don't. Why do you need to say that? Whatever. <sighs> Understanding love languages. Okay. When Jack and I fly, I tried to fix it with love and affection. Growing up, I was taught to be communica communicative. 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 And treat each other with love. For me, that means hugs and physical affection. Which means, yes, I would wrap my arms around Jack to hug him when I was feeling insecure or when he was. I also tried to verbally express my feelings for him because that's what I like in relationships. We would joke about it all the time, even made TikToks about it because both of us, at least at the time, it was funny. Looking back, I see that I should have met him in, at his love language versus mine. And I'm sorry for that because I think it meant we blurred boundaries and that should have been stronger. My only intention was to love him until... Him that he mattered. It's a mistake I'll never make again. Tell him that he matters. Um, sorry, that was rude. No, she's saying she would never make the mistake of making him feel or blurring the lines of love languages. Which. <sighs> I guess makes sense. I don't know. This is irritating me. The importance of consent. Consent isn't really something that is formally taught in school. My parents have been married for 23 years, and I grew up watching them freely express affection for each other. I understand now that everyone has this comfortability with affection. That is not the same thing as consent. I am very comfortable with affection, but if I'm not dating you, I don't want that from you. I understand now that... When you're in a relationship, there needs to be a very open and honest conversation about consent, even before sexual acts, even if it's holding hands, hugging, and being affectionate in a friendly manner. The last thing I, I would ever want to do is break someone's boundaries, and for that, I have become explicitly aware of the way I interact with others and will do better. Jack, if you're reading this, I apologize if there are times that I made you feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry if anything I ever did triggered other things you have experienced or any feelings of discomfort. <gasps> oh, yes! That's right! She... 
brought up his previous essay and told everyone, told the world, and said, you put me in this situation where I have to bring this up. I forgot she said that in a video. But she didn't put that in her letter, did she? All this other information, she did not bring up how she probably re-traumatized him by bringing up previous accounts of essay. Allegedly, we'll throw that in there. Allegedly re-traumatized him. We won't say that we, that we did, we all know him, but that would be terrible if someone told everybody. If I wasn't willing to talk about my essay with everyone and someone went and told everybody, that'd be pretty traumatizing, wouldn't it? But that's not in the letter. After all these details, that's not in the letter. But anything I did or did unknowingly as our physical relationship on camera was one of our close, was one of closest and familiarity that I had known to carry into our real lives. That said, there is a distinct line between me, between that and sexual assault. I'm so sad that this is where we ended up and even more so that I'm now being used in a new and even more harmful way. No, no, no. That said, there is a distinct line between that and sexual assault. I'm so sad that this is where we ended up and even more that this is now being used in a new and hurtful way. You're right. There is a, there is a difference. There's a difference. It's not sexual assault. It's sexual battery. Assault involves penetration. Sorry that I had to say that word. Battery is just like groping and everything else. So you're right. There is a line. Battery. Feel better? About that? You're welcome. Now you know the difference. Does she feel better now that we've distinguished that it's that it's allegedly sexual battery, not sexual assault. Does that make her feel better? You just said that you could have done things to make him feel uncomfortable and things that he did not want you to do. And you're saying that it's not the same, that it's not that. When that's exactly what it is. If you don't have consent to do something to somebody, you do it anyway. Guess what? That is not good. <laughs> that's one of those terms. They're, SA or SB or whatever you want to call it. That's what it is. Sorry. Allegedly. Don't sue me. God. <laughs> I'm growing. When I was growing up, I wished every day to become famous. Probably like a lot of kids. It sounds so dumb, but I think I kind of willed myself to where I am now. Why do you need that paragraph? At first, it was amazing. Right now, not so much. I'm having obsessive thoughts about what it would be like to be back at high school, choreographing routines for my varsity dance team, and waiting for my college application acceptance letters. Not about having to wear sunglasses and a hat in the Starbucks drive through line at night because I don't want the person giving me my drink to spit in it because he thinks I'm an abuser. See? That's the right word right there. Abuser. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyways. Broken coffee at home. If I was being under attack on the internet, I wouldn't go to Starbucks. First off, DoorDash. Secondly, <laughs> I'm just making coffee at home. I would be like, I can't be seen out in public. 
about not worrying what I'm saying the wrong thing or making a wrong move. If I was a normal girl, if I was a normal girl, if I was a normal girl at a normal school, I would be worried about high school drama rather than trying to wrap my head around how my decisions in response to these serious accusations will have life-changing repercussions on me, my family, people, people I care, I still care about despite putting whatever hurts we harbor towards each other online for the world to dis dissect and comment on. It's interesting how she keeps alluding to still caring about Jack. She's not saying, I still care about you, Jack. She alludes to still caring and loving Jack um, and saying, I, I'm sorry I've made you uncomfortable. But what you're saying is wrong. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not like he's, it's not like he's going to, to the police. If he was going to the police, then yeah, I mean, I would never admit to seeing things from your point of view, but like, he's not. Like, James Charles, he admitted to what he did, and he's not in prison. Come on. And he still has a thriving career. Come on. Honestly, I just wish... I had a little more time to be normal. I just want this madness to end. I want people to think before they comment unnecessarily. Hateful things on my social media, on my friends' social medias, on my Jack's socials. I'm tired of saying people that I don't know from my hometown or otherwise jump on the hate train and make up lies. I'm confused that people say, arrest her, when there has been no involvement by police, no investigations, and illegal action other than mine since this all began. Thank you for bringing this up. I think it made my point earlier about Maybe why he wouldn't make take legal action. Um, people saying, arrest her. Probably because what allegedly happened was um, illegal. I'm tired of living in a space of sadness because I still don't know how exactly will my best friends turn into someone I will forever be negatively linked with. For many, this is a TikTok drama or a tea, but for me, this is my real life. Um, I don't think anyone's thinking this is a TikTok tea. Everyone's like, this is some serious garbage. Not garbage. This is some serious stuff right here. To my community of supporters, I so appreciate your kind words in the midst of what has been a very dark time for me. Thank you for showing me love despite my flaws and mistakes. I recently saw this quote, to make mistakes or to be wrong is human. To admit those mistakes shows you have the ability to learn and are a growing and are and are growing wiser. As I enter my second week of 18th year, I'll make Allah be my guide. You did not admit to anything though. You said Jack, if I made you feel uncomfortable, I'm sorry. I don't know if she said she was sorry. I think she did. I think she did. Will I scroll back up to read? No. <laughs> After eight months of feeling muzzled and controlled by lawyers, agents, publicists, and parents, it feels good to speak my truth and share more than I probably should. I'm sure I'll experience some backlash as I, but as a just turned 18 year old, it's all mine to bear now. Okay. Okay, 18-year-old. That's a long... That was long. That was a lot. That was really long to read. Kind of not annoying. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what you think. If you're watching on YouTube, comment down below what you think. Um, if you're listening to the podcast... 
go on YouTube and let me know or comment. I don't know. But yep, that was me reading CNMA's CNMA Gomez. I'm sorry, last name. Um, letter about Jack. In my opinion, apparently. So that's it. I'll see you guys on the next topic that pisses me off. Bye!